Info. This is Richard Augusta. Welcome to the Augusta Only Podcast. This is going on Sunday as usual. We're getting some good wrestling reviews, news. Let's get to it. Uh-huh. Let's get to it. Okay. Uh, um, let's start with Raw. So Raw, so Raw Games matches are set for Survivor Series after successfully Rollins title defense. Uh, or as in Rollins is, or Seth Rollins is successful title defense. That's so, a, yeah. Three bed matches are going to be set for Survivor Series comes to Chicago at the, almost the end of November. When one of WWE's traditional big four pay-per-views on Horizon, the promotion uses the edition of Raw, the tour is working for the God of the 25th. None of those matches are set in War Games matches feature top stars. So, yeah. A surprise for heavyweight champ between Seth Rollins and Chalderson. Rain Poole one of the parts that led to men team Rose. So, I guess they're midday and made Dugged. It's not a double cage at Survivor Series. So let's get with the highlight at the Mohegan Sun Arena at Kaza Plaza, Wilkins, Barrow, Pennsylvania. To it, let's get to all the so what happened on Raw first. Judgment Day defeated the New Day when Valor hit the Xavier Woods with Coop the Great. Before the match, Priest was furious that Zayn was getting a title shot after ruining his cash in attempt on Saturday. Now, Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Talza by pinfall after Kakasha. Always confirmed Nakamura after the match, but Nakamura shook his head and left the ring. Um, the Miz defeated Ivar, Ricochet, Bronson, Reed in a fatal four way match by pinning Reed after Reed misses a Jusami. Ivar also had Ricochet pinned at the same time, but Ricochet kicked out the last moment. After the match, Ivar attacked Miz and hit a moonsault. Miz will face Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship at Survivor Series. The Creed Butters defeated DIY by pinfall when Bruce Creed hit Gargano with a Bruce Ball. Ligo Kaiser interfered to set up the finish. Zoe Stark won a battle royal to, to secure a women's world championship shot at Survivor Series. Isaiah Lee attacked Becky Lynch at Lynch. Way to the rain. Lee and Pierce eject Lee from the end unit. The attack also took Lynch out of the match. The final three were Raquez, Baszler, and Stark. Stark and Baszler eliminated Rodriguez for battling on the ring apron when Stark landed three, three kicks for the ET to send Baszler to the floor. So yeah, that was yeah, that was some of the stuff. Now we go now we go to stuff we talk the war games locked in for Survivor series. Alright. Uh-huh. Seth Rollins over the show. First of all, uh, celebrate retaining the World Heavyweight Championship by being, beating McIntyre in the Trown Jewel. Rollins called out Sami Zayn to celebrate with him since Zayn prevented Priest from cashing out money in the bank contract after the match. Rollins told Zayn he visited Paris and Zayn could have a tall shot anytime choosing Zayn and he didn't want to face a champion who was compromised and injured. But Rollins said veterans like them were never 100%. Boys gave 100%. Zayn accepted it. So there were no better time place than later in the night. We go to the world title main event. Seth Rollins defeated Zayn by roll-up. Zayn tied attack Rollins to compromise back. That includes the match anchor sequence when locked in the Lion Tamer. Turns into a Boz and Crab. Rollins went over the worst submission to a pin. Albert scoring the three to retain the title after the match. Rollins after Zayn the handshake, which Zayn is same except for Rollins raising Rollins' hand. Zayn left the ring with jump by Judgment Day. J.D. McDougat. Rollins tried to make the save, but the numbers are ran too much. Also, Randy trying to make his own save. Eventually, was cut off for Cody Rhodes. Randy eating things up. Adam Pierce hosted every official. Randy bring things up. Pierce announced that everyone involved wants to play games. Two groups are going to be in a war game match. A brawl get broke out of the show off the air. Now, Survivor has several big matches set. No, not a bigger than war games match where Jumman Day J with Doug will face Rhodes, Russo and Zayn and Rollins. It's hard to complain about lengthy world title matches on weekly television. Clean finish led to a bigger match down the road. Extra boost. So Monday was a last night's Monday like Monday was a fight out of wrestling with tightly constructed stories. Every match being leading to something bigger. So that was good wrestling in my book. Yeah, good wrestling in my book. Mm-hmm. And you know, it is what it is. NXT, let's review NXT. So for <laughs> this week's NXT, yeah. Alright, November 7th. Two weeks after stunning win over Becky Lynch earned her NXT Women's Championship, Lawyer Valkyrie made a return on Tuesday night. Her first appearance since defining the victory of her career headlines or broadcast also featured the coming feud along feud between Ron Wagner and Braun Baker first iron to black fall flame match and NXT Heritage Cup defense by Noam Dar. This all came on the same day that WWE announced a new five-year deal for NXT on CW Network with Rick beginning in 2024. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's find out what happened this week on NXT. Let's talk about the match cards. Wagner versus Breaker. Iron Survivor Qualify Match. Halen versus Strapton. Heritage Cups of Hell Defense. Tozawa versus Gnome Dark. Tyler Bay for Dijak. Letter of Valkyrie for Spirit since women the women's angsty women's champion. Let's go start with the Heritage Cup. Tozawa versus Dar. At the Scar and Dawn Dar Seven Channel for NXT Heritage Cup last week and part of Halloween Havoc. Tells up continues training a new member of the Alpha Academy by Badly, the leader of the Metal Forna. First match, the opening re-minute round ended with I Falls. Side of a last second super play. Dar ended that train with a quick pinfall with a handful of tights to take one lead. You cheap shot for non not enough to force a disqualification referee. Tazawa tied up in the ankle lock, close to the fourth round, created a surge urgency for the remainder of the bout. We fell under sudden death rules. The clock taking doe, doe, doubt. Lash Lashley put him out of the way and Tazza crashed the mat for time attempt. They are retained moments later. Without any outside interference in what felt like a rushed match time, Dara and Taza could have torn a house down. Well, this was a perfectly acceptable opener. Highlight two factions give the heels a sneaky victory. Um, Alpha Khan look a big deal. Max Dupree continued to grow as a performer every television outing. So it was good and sensitive stuff to start the show. So Dara still is champion. Mm-hmm. Dara still is champion. And is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing to talk about that Joseph pointed out Tazawa's 17 titles in WWE and he was chasing the 18. He meant that 16 of them were 24 7 championship reigns, though. Honestly, okay, Lion Valkyrie addressed the NXT universe. In her first address as the NXT Women's Champion, Lion Valkyrie did not have a chance to say much thanks to interruption from Lee. A tense in-ring confrontation gave away the challenge from the babyface to the interloper. This was a short sweet segment that made sense. Lee had made a point to target Betty Lynch, Becky Lynch, as witness the Monday night on Raw, where a better way to further provoke the man by then setting her sights on a friend protege. <coughs> Thus week after Lynch appeared that passed the torch NXT to her countrywoman, Lee had the opportunity to throw her and ruin the dream of the new face of the division. The, the date of the match it's still to be revealed. Uh, yeah. Next, we got the Iris of our qualified match. Fallon Henley versus Tiffany Stratton. A week after survival, Brutal saw the hands of Stratton. Helen sought to extinguish any chance of forming one champion. Had a complaint repeating the Iron Survivor Challenge and see deadline. Summer night. A good competitor contest between Phil and Pose and Charles Stratton getting back to the winning ways and catch will take to one of the marquee matches in NXT. Get how brightly she signed her feud with Breaking Lynch. It extends the continuing push. Highlight a young competitor who is quickly developing apparent competitors in division. With that said, um, Henley has always been a wrestler who's better than her place on the show would suggest. Break her away from Josh Briggs, Luke Jessen, and let her develop her own personality. She's shy, will shine. Right now, she's a victim of low division and a slew of women, promising women, young stars. Stratton defeated Henley the NXT deadline. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Backstage, a referee emerged from Sean Mack's office, revealed he's been trying to exercise the question in relation to rules. Till in night long manner, Brown Breaker manager background, a rain scene entering HBK's office. Mm, yeah. There was elsewhere backstage a confrontation led to a mad game about between Owens and Drew Luck, Drew Luck from the, sh- the show. Um, we got Juan Wagner versus Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker said Braun attack on Wagner led the same judge to start hospitalized in the past September. After Steve rolling the big man's friend Mr. Stone, Breaker found himself on the receiving end of eventual Wagner willing to look the favor last week, Tuesday's bout, physical bout with two big men, relaxed intensity, taking to the next level. Given the emotion hatred played between the two, it never felt like a grand combination of a major feud. Breaker won, scoring the pinfall victory, falling a spear, but Wagner got revenge or revenge by a table spy. That part made sense, and the rest of the match was a bit too normal for him to be a storyline demand. So, yeah, Breaker defeated Wagner, and. So yeah, Stone Wagner basically embraced, certain embrace after the match. We go to Keeling joining the Roxanne Perez versus Lola Vice and Lecture Perez. 
One week after the Wigan XT Breakout Tournament, Vice partner at Chipotle Popez, the battle former champ Perez and Breakout Star runner joined in a setup match by by State Competition. It was a solid contest that could have benefited from a little more time and kind of better slow things down a bit, included with Jordan scoring the win and eventually the loss from last Wednesday. And then a great period immediately after the win to take white life for the victors, but Carmen Pinterella flattened on the ramp. Look and join our exciting start to watch move forward. Your raw athletes who show fresh the greatness in the role, the latter being more developed and our counterpart at this point. The future is bright as a more eventful rifts on TV. Yeah, mm hmm. Reyes Jordan defeated Bryson Lopez. So, a pre tape video set up by Queen Brian Brutes and OTM. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, like Grace is like a huge star. She is in the park. The person is was so good. Injury for her father is a former Carmen G. Santi Morella. All right, we go to Otis versus Drew Gulak. That's a sending a message to the men for early in the night. Academy returns ring as Otis the battle Gulak in the match. There's so another fun interface but the between Guy and Gulak. We did everything, most entertaining big man. The crowd ate it up. The match gave Alpha Cat another platform to shine on. Otis defeated Gulak. They're red hot for Otis. So cool. This is Alpha Cat came out across our stars throughout the night. It's a testament to Harvard attempt Triple H to put them into them. Shratton and Cayenne Jane had to at the ratchet to the partnership in the future. I don't mind her. So we got the Iron China Survivor Qualifier. Tyler Bay versus Dijak. On this night, we learned that first grand to the women's iron challenge with Bay. Dijak battled first men on test. Interestingly, physical bout saw each test under toughness, but with Dijak delivered feast your eyes to score the victory. This one of the matches that could have gotten you away, but again, the Bay has an hard teeth that he feels past it on while playing on the you know, past accomplishments. It's not time to wrap up that abruptly. Besides, Dijak has worked hard for a long time to earn this opportunity. So yeah, mm-hmm. let's go to Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams face to face. The decision to Williams Hayes intensify the main event of the show as the former went to a perception of NXT champion not returning the favor having backs when they've done safe so long. As a former NXT champion, Williams older men and not seeing who attacked him, Hayes reaction suggests him until Lexus Kane interrupt. He's Lexus Kane, the bland motherfucker. He started things up. Ultimately leading to Williams really hitting Hayes in the breeze between faces in the show. It was clear the distrust frustrated between them all while King watched grin while grin on his face. So King did a tease him moment a week ago, hinting to Kenzie Mitchell had done something bad. Show cleared he was the chair, sending up him a match chair. He or Hayes Williams made a deadlock. It's a big soft for me there, but it's not a way of it. Find out where sink or swim. They're putting on a rent too. Got signs to try his brain on the biggest stage. Even when King's involved, there's still issues between Haynes and Williams that man match the fans keeping out of the element moving forward. So, yeah. Well, here's my overall thought on this week's NXT. On this week's NXT. Those are not reject NXT lately. It was some constant property. Since Shawn Max greened himself as Toe Rudder, Brad has backed off some of top stories. Characters have with progress. Your two finds footing again. It's not a wackiness to stand but it's a commitment to any ring action. On this away, wrestling and see a national televised generally about competitors or broadcasts. More focused booking on the moves. And if you want to this, I have a to do. No, but it's a good pocket. Broadcast led foundation, Dandelion presented Valkyrie and sign up. All wrapped up the rigor way in refute. Lessons King, now we saw a prime time player, teasing his bully. Here, the fans pay attention to what goes behind the bridge of the segments. Good show, Pause, and better to come. So, yeah. So, yeah, that was NXT Review. Let's go straight to AEW Dynamite. Let's get to Dynamite now. Let's go to Dynamite now. Okay. NJ made a day with Switchblade, Jay White, for the World title, full key on Saturday, November 18th. But Wednesday on TBS, the people scumbag defeated did against Garcia in the main event of a jam pack episode of Dynamite. That's the first match. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the first match. However, also on tap for number 8, Rocky was staying WL in the Ring of Honor team title defense on show. Staten MVP. Sheeta, Timeless Toy Store, and head of the pay per clash. So, also, final what went down, who built momentum, the big men wins, as well as a recap of, of this week's Dynamite. Here's the card Jeff versus Danny Garcia, Mark Briscoe versus Switchblade Jay White, Keith Lee versus Samoa Joe, Penta Zeto versus Rose Strickland, J- Red Velvet versus Julia Hart, Debbie Allen Sting versus the Outriders, Sit Down Interview with Siobhan with Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida. Let's go to the first thing. The world title match, JF versus Garcia. A basketball competition between NJF Garcia gave away the night's opening contest. A world title defense by Insulting Earth against one of the more gifted young talent technicians in the company. This was a gritty battle, so I would try to competitor target her limbs, hoping for submission. No matter what attempt, they were failed. The damage done to the body, Garcia nursed an orange and arm, NJF a knee. In the end, it was a world champion with battles only to apply an armbar for the tap out victory. After the match, NJ extended his hand out of respect for cool hand part and go part. That he mentioned McMahon per Garcia ring for The match was a strong way to kick off the show. It was not only long, it was a ton of room to breathe. Instead, it was non stop match to come in the finish that made sense. Champion or already challenger. There was a C where Garcia goes in here. Uh, he had a joint prime spot as a dynamite. Except the time in the background, that the dog adults, Dorts, put tar too long. MJF defeated Garcia to retain. Portland loves MJF. We got the commentary team, the heavy lady, into the stars of future topics discussing the match. There's been some steady head criticism and late over company reliance on older 50 plus year old talents. We got solid limb based offense from both guys. MJF targeting Garcia's arm. The challenge of working over the legs of the champ that broke directly to the finish. Now we go to NJF, I mean Sting, Darby Allen vs. The Outriders. Then we got Tony Storm and Carl Shear promo. Sting, Darby Allen may have teamed with Adam Copeland about a Christian hit the stars and they full gear. But the dual Outriders battle the Outriders, the Coot Magnum, Turbo Floyd, on the late night. The tag team action. The match was a little more than a glorified handsome match. The heels got a few spots in a but stay early, but staying and Allen fired back, put them away in short order with the former scoring submission win with Scorpion Deathlock. This was a perfect way to set the promo fair in front of the audience and not seeing the 34-year-old hot hang cool gears trails match at the match contract team. They will Pete Tate interview conducted by Tony Shabana, Bayley Women's Champ Shida, and Tony Storm. So yeah, it was basically a Pete Tate interview conducted by Shabana. It was an uneventful, fast promo that presented nothing new, but existed, it simply existed to get the women on screen for a minute or two of disappointment, given how both almost gave everything they evolved and better. So yeah, Sting Allen to be unwriters. Anyways, uh, Shavad, sorry, history, Jim Valen attendance tonight revealing was Sting's first match in Portland since 1989. Scott will expand upon the reveal he challenged Flair for the world title that night. Storm is great, she is great, the match will be great. This was a race to promo. Not so much. It was pretty good. Penta Zero Metal. Now we go to Penta versus Swerve Strickland. Okay. Ahead of the anticipated rematch with Hangman Pay to Full Gear, Swerve Strickland battled Penta Zero Minus in singles competition Wednesday. So, the main event was competitive only with Strickland, probably instead of Earn or instead of Victory, had a big payment match. Oh, this is on A. Penta was good. Instead of ultimate point perform over clean. Uh, uh Page postman towns that what you want to see out of that. He was home broken by his disrespectful. Fresh rival. The check shots and then I ran. That's another guy who probably pissed off a good match. Proceed by even better angle. Kill the build to full gear. So yeah. Uh yeah. Mm-hmm. Shrigland defeated Pedro Zero. Uh yeah. Uh, 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 my takeaways from this uh, Petta Zero Shuffle Chop to chest take time to a Struggling Duck Lee in the former tan hand collated with a ring post. Speaking of which, collision airs Saturday night, 8 p.m. TNT. TNT basically airs Struggling Deliver Death Valley Drive did an arm break spot, ended the match with double stomp. Then after the match, paid attack Strickland, delivered a dead off the ramp, and throws Taka's tables off the stage. Then, alright, let's go to Joe Jet, Golden Jets promo. Our Rage World Champion, Keith Lee versus Samoa Joe. A 
test back the competition with Queen Jericho, Mega, and the Young Buck with the match of full gear. If I stay, it's Queen Aletta guaranteed tag title opportunity. Back in the ring, I mean, the RA TV champion, Mojo, defending his title against Keith Lee. This was a showcase of Big E with put it, big, big meat, slap meat. It was about a heavyweight that featured solid strike, power move, controlled and mostly by Joe, though. Though Keith got some good stuff in, including a pop up pop up, it never felt like Joe was in danger of dropping the title. Win with a choke out by Ripley Stoppage, proceed to vacate the ROH TV title, and not decide to win the AEW World Championship. Um, mm-hmm. Backstage, Iron Cassidy cut a promo challenging Maxley to AEW International Championship match in full gear. So, yeah, we go to that. So, yeah, Joe defeated Lee by Ripley Stoppage to retain. We got takeaways from Silicon Jericho Meg could beat you. The former sentient Matt Nick Giants had a chance at full gear. Jericho has the position to beat the Bucks. They get guaranteed Terry Team title opportunity. Okay, we got me forever. Both silly, but why fun champ pulling fingers all the way up. Then we see this. I need to beat you, Cassie. Told Mox to take his glasses off the hammer home. The seriousness which he speaks. <laughs> what she speaks. This is going to be Moxie and Moxie's and Iron Cassidy's second imp- encounter in a pay-per-view. The first one was in Wrestle James, so this is something. Now we go to the Guns versus Bollywood Boys. Guns, Austin called Gus Square Bollywood Boys wins the advertised match. Another reason too, but last in March seconds as heels earn the victory with a ten Yuma. A post-match promo promised ROH Tag Team Championship win over NJM and Mystery Partner Full Gear. This could have been a pre-taste segment after the match. Moxley responds to Cassie's Full Gear Challenge while Will Uta Warren Hook across the Raw Squad. We got the Guns versus the Bollywood Boys. We are made for TV. Colton slaying a great line. Moxley trying not to break through his promo. We got Red Velvet versus Julia Hart. Red Velvet made a return ATV following an absent injury, nearly falls on mixing up at House of Black. Julia Hart, who's in quite a role, you'll notice a comeback. Hart, the pitcher, put Moonsault to pick up the win. Um, the Merriman, full gear, probably went a ultimately was. After the match, Sky Blue confronted Hart, following Will Nightingale, the TV's channel Stantler, but Blue still radiant darkness that feels destined to match. So, turn. Turn that pits in her heart against Sandler and Nightingale, perhaps hard to be a velvet. The commenting question velvet's coming up on the in context with Bunzation and Alright, returning star blowing up last shape. Blue heels to the bay face like the blue this the heart was enough answer no longer cage on this week's latest uh, yeah. Alright, my best one is switch by Jay White. Jay White World Champion opportunity full game with stake. This is really bad on Mark Briscoe's main event. Little doubt that who will win the match. White will win the match. Only entire story is focused on focus, Bullet Club and JF. Gold Leader doing battle for the top prize in the company. When I said the crowd was hot for Briscoe, match long. Ratchet helped elevate quality in the West Minute. A great, good match. White won without damaging his opponent's credibility. It's carried the title opportunity. NJ hit the ring after the match attempt to grab his AEW World Champ from the grass of white. He failed, but had a few words warning for white from there in the arena darkness. Getting a video error to unknown sounds attacking the acclaim backstage. The double face flash on the screen. Ninja hit the bash in the arena. We found his friend lying in a heap. Joe reiterates offers to partner with him against the full guns at full gear. The cliffhanger was the latest in Mr. Surround the Devil. Who is under the mask? One was sure. Joe's going to keep hanging around until NJ gets in and sets his offer. Keeping his enemy close in the process. So, this is a. So, let's go take the takeaways out of this. Warlow's gonna come out to NJF, something like that. That's him. Briscoe's a brave face in the vein of Ann Kingston. He has magnitude to trust fans. And when he fires up, nothing pure energy. White clings on to the AEW world champ. That is not a great image. And NJF microphone just quality heal stuff from the guy who may be latching on the last bit of, last bit of relevance. Okay. Overall, this was interesting. So this week's some clear hit more out of pretty much everything. Ball NJ was fantastic. Was very mixed bag. Otherwise, this is enough hype. Full gear drama assignment. Michelle, the latest. Mm-hmm. 
And the Hangman page with Swerve Swift feud was among the strongest stuff on the show, but there were a few segments that did not hit. There were ideas that players some better others. There was some interesting into the pay-per-view event that was not there in the last two. So no, so yeah, yeah, it was okay. It was enough to uh, even though so many angles and match segments dragged it out a bit. So it was still good, di- still so so good dynamite. So yeah, and yeah. Uh, Mm-hmm. So next, I go to Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. Now let's start with Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. This week's episode of Ring of Honor on Honor Club this week. So recap of last week's main event with Tina Mercedes Benzley Sol return of Billy Starr retain her championship. Retains her belt. Now start with Fanico versus Tony Nice. Ethan Page came out of the stage, struck Tony Nice, and Fanico rolled up Nice behind to secure the pinfall victory. Uh, um, Darius Martin and Andrade are backstage. They'll face off with T- Shane Taylor promotion later on tonight. Martin and Andrade revealed they have some backup in the form of infantry. Yes, so Santico defeated Tony Nice. So yeah, mm-hmm. now we go to Orwich. World Women's Champion Dina defeated Harry Hauser Proving Ground Match. Dina knocks out Hauser, scores a pinfall victory. Dina attacks Hauser under the belt, slamming her face in the title as Billy Starks looks on. And we got. And yeah. So now Kyle Fletcher defeated Lee Johnson. Shane Taylor and Lee Moran watched the match but backstage. Kyle Fletcher hit Johnson with a hangman power drivers and scored a pinfall victory. Leah Hirsch diverses Charlie Renegade with Robin Renegade. Rachel Eller prevents a Robin Renegade from interfering. Leah Hirsch blocks Renegade and Arsene Brankett's mission victory. Athena, but it sucks to be near, are backstage. Athena downgrades Nair from Bessie to MIT number one for her comments about little Nightingale and AEW Collision. Athena starts to stretch it to show a vicious side in her match later tonight. Okay. The uh, Iris Avengers defeated Cole Carter and Rick Garrison with Mary Canales. Bronson hit a frog splash off the shoulder boulder onto Carter to pick up the pinfall win for his team. Then we go to video package of Samoa Joe vacate the ROH World Television Championship. A video package plays Joe Samoa Joe recapping the va- recapping like Samoa Joe re- vacating the ROH World Television Championship. The announced turning home will be on Ring of Honor next week to provide an update on the title. So yeah, so we go to Billy Starks with Dina versus El- Rachel Elring. Starks hit a swanton bomb on Rachel Elring to score a pinfall victory. Dina attacks Rachel Elring after the match, but this time Billy Starks joining on the attack so Leah Hirsch comes out to make the save for Elring. Then we go to Josh Woods with Stark versus Smart Mark Sterling versus SK Bishop. Josh Woods hits a chaos theory on SK Bishop to score a quick, quick pinfall victory. We go to Darius Mont, Andrade, Andrew Andrade, and Infantry versus Shane Taylor, Leo Moriarty, Peter Avalon, and Ryan Neff. Shane Taylor promotion beat up Neff and Avalon and walked down on the Infantry hit boot camp by Avalon. Bravo picks him up to pick up the win for his team. We go to Rachel Ellering backstage. Ellering says she was grateful for Leo's help tonight. Lurch arrives that she's only helping out because she didn't like owning anyone in depth. Now to even and dump with each other. Marie interrupts and gives her some grief for a new found alliance. Then we go to Jaristico with Jose the assistant versus Gravity. Jaristico hit Gravity with a corkscrew destroyer to score the pinfall victory. Mm-hmm. And we go to this match Eddie Kingston versus Angelico for, for ROH world champion. Kingston hit a spinning back fist on Angelico to retain the title. This was the main event of Ring of Honor. So yeah, this was the main event of Ring, Ring of Honor. So yeah, so yeah, like so, um, what's your thoughts on this week's episode of Ring of Honor? Sound off, uh, sound off in the comments on YouTube on Sunday. Let's say your thoughts. So now, now speaking of Ring of Honor, here's a little news, a little extra news. Apparently, the former Ring of Honor, Carl Kari Skin, claims Tony Khan and Ring of Honor have not gelled together properly. Yes, yes, Ring of Honor is a promotion that groups several top wrestlers in the world. People like Punk, Joe, Cole, Mina Rose, Fane during that time, Ring of Honor fame. So the former boss, Carl Carvey Skins, recently shared his thoughts on the current version of the company. 
Skin used to rock, ring of honor from 2004 to 2011. Now the promotion under ownership of Ollie Wrestling President Tony Khan. ROH currently does not have a TV deal, but is airing on TV streaming service. So Kari Skin was a guest on a free show. The insiders, the, the former ROH owner shared thoughts on how Tony Khan's running things. He claimed things don't feel the same like before. ROH is not jilted them properly. He says this. It's still alive today, but it doesn't have any worse times than Ring of Honor. Even the worst time of Sinclair, Ring of Honor is like, we're all just together like a fan, fans of fans. And he, he likes Tony Khan, he says. Like, like Kari likes Tony Khan, and he's a good guy. And you know, Tony Khan has so much on his plate. I think current Ring of Honor is like, he don't know what to come up with. He don't want to look like sour grapes. But he says it's not gelled together properly. So yeah, why, why, my, okay, so basically, why, while Kari will feel this way, ROH seems to get more attention nowadays and stars feature regularly on international TV. That make appear they make appearances on television and pay-per-view. So I don't know what's their problem with Kari, but he's old. The old Ring of Honor wouldn't work anyway. So yeah, this is the new current Ring of Honor. I liked it. So now let's go to SmackDown. Alright, let's do SmackDown now. Okay, here's SmackDown review. So it's coming off on a massive crown jewel on number November 10th edition of Friday Night SmackDown. It questions the future of the blue brand with the bloodline inside the National Arena that's up in Ohio. Elliot cannot dethrone Roman Reigns, world champ, and remain undeterred. He turned focus to Gray Waller, who booked the shop this week. Bailey announced the state of damage control. She addressed following the return of Kanye Sane to help Neil Sky and Crown Jewel. Okay, um, Carlito will compete one on one for the first time in years against Bobby Lashley. Kevin Owens will join commentary for the night, replacing Cody Grace who took a lot of time for paternity leave. Smackdown caused major consequences and hype heading, heading towards the virus series. Okay, um, Carlito with LWO versus Real Bobby Lashley, Street Profits. Rey Mysterio, Star Escobar, and Dolly King Wild, to Dada Vega open the show. Carlito erected a master of 6.9 to blame Escobar rather than Logan Paul for the loss. Escobar heads to the back following the survey, leaving his Dada to Wild to back up Korean Cool against Bobby Lashley. Free Profits. Carlito fell to the spear after the match. Lashley, the Street Profits, attacks Carlito. The master of 6.9 had to make safe. Escobar did not try to help Carlito. Escobar brawl with the former Negato standing tall. This was a jam-packed seminar for the OK match. Cardio singles return singles match was too slow. It would have worked better in all my packed up the pace. Lashley would at least right man to win and remain protected. And then the matter went aftermath the LWO volume evolving started with Escobar bracing his best tendencies. He could not escape the shadow of mysterious play a dangerous heel like in NXT. Kalito had felt foolish in LWO should stand no more feuding against Escobar. Lashley defeated Kalito. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Kevin was open the show with a sleeve of shirt to join commentary until Mount Cole got the time to make all this. There was beef fan showing watching the man backstage. So yeah, we got some moves with Kale. Many he would have done more than Paul to be the nice champ. It was a Kalito questioning Escobar. Cut. Uh-huh. WWE was aggressive with commercial breaks before during the match. So the former ghetto left the building after explaining he had it coming. Next, we go to Kari Sane during camera during joins damage control despite Bailey's gagatism. <coughs> Bailey questioned who Io Sky had turned in her plan. Brian Kari Sane, Sky Dakota Kai felt felt the pirate day damage control better. Sane forget the role model. Bianca Belair arrived followed by Sean Flair Asuka set up a six-woman tag for later Asuka and Bailey. No one segments where you promo show Asuka made the most pack while speaking over English saying Sky may have better from speaking at least partially as Japanese. <sighs> saying the damage control makes sense given the more group more credibility. Say like the youngest are trying to get the veteran then later. Alright. Okay. We saw Bailey showing the footage of a brutal attack on Sane before WWE left. And Damage Control hugged despite being insisted they didn't do that anymore. So yeah. Dragon Lee versus 
Cedric Alexander, Lee had a control of the action, but Cedric Alexander refused to do go down as Lee took a spin, set out the team Ultra take the win. This was a tight spot fest, one one. Alexander High Impact Fest was especially watch with joy. It's been a little too long for fans that see his best. The match was still very it needed to be. Both men eventually be more just look pestily athletic. At least it's so smooth dragon is while mighty fans again that Alexander has said potential untapped. So Dragon defeated Alexander. So yeah. So uh uh-huh. Okay, okay, the crowd went wild at the pair while Alexander fall from that he splashed flies, which called driver. Okay, WWE showed a video package highlighting the value of the United States and military veterans. We go to LA Knight versus Grayson Waller. LA Knight promised he was not done with Roman Reigns, so he won the Undisputed Championship. Grayson Waller interrupted to mock the million dollar make a start. Knight won the Battle of Words while Aussie pushed Knight in the ring. He was only, still unable to put away the million dollar megastar who steals win away with BFT. Darian Waller pounded pulled water on Kevin Owens' head afterward. <coughs> Nick Oza told Kale that he was suspended if he got physical involved with wrestlers. He still attacked both heels, hit Darian with a stunner. W makes sure to keep Knight hot throughout the semi. He could look like a word beater, could use the child to hit a table again sooner than later. Waller was capable of to million dollar megastar and solid perform when this product could have trimmed down a bit too. Worked well together on the mic. Kale was on right on the comment throughout the match elevated the action, going rivalry with the Aussie. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's basically like that. So we had Knight told Rain Reigns to get Jimmy also a raise, whatever punch he could give him. Yeah, he talked well like Knight roasted Waller. The grace of all effects out like ST, STD. And I said the Aussie was not allowed 50 feet of a school. Mm-hmm. And you know, so yeah. Okay, um, yeah, okay. We got a damage control versus Bronco Belair, Shard Flair, and Oscar. Let's go to that now. Um, Astro Energy Showcase from Bianca Belair, Shard Flair, Oscar Turner. On her partner, she missed the AST, held down the control, beat down the face until the referee, referee disqualified the group. Shots to try to make a save, but laid out with a rose plant. Carter saying, planted saying elbow on Belair, and damage control stood tall at five women group. <laughs> this is gonna get interesting. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. The main event never would have become what it had been with talent involved. This is all ending angle. When it's something predictable that Asuka would turn the baby face in the history of the same sky, it was a great moment. So tomorrow makes Dan's control look dangerous. Then Bailey first brought the state to get it stable. Then Rupe and there been a dominating be role model and I have outplaced long term in the group, but she finally seen her vision realized. The assemblage of stars can generally dominate the women's division level of bloodline, driving the the plan, become forward with games. Dan's control must win this time. So yeah, mm-hmm. So before the main event, WWE showed a recap at the end of Sonic here for Solo Tacola and announced that Forster will return next week. Also connected to the button. Jimmy also agreed to fight LA Knight next week. So yeah. And yeah. And so that was I mean like so now let's go what happened next after that. So SmackDown, the results of SmackDown. Okay. So yeah. Alright. It appears SmackDown's on the path of brand war games matches survive after turning up to join our friend make a complete sense on advice one side potential war games match. Flair, Bianca, Belair, Backhart, when he leaves one more partner to do with WWE's traditional 5 out 5 lot. The match itself was special, and to be special, at least there was meaning to everything that happened. So, yeah, that was SmackDown. So, let's start. Let's now, we're going to do wrestling news. Okay, wrestling news. Let's start wrestling news with. Let's start some wrestling news. Um, uh, let's do some wrestling news. Let me get my notes for the news. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, um, okay. 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 Let's start. WWE makes it official. NXT moves to CW Network. So PW started confirmed report that WWE would move to CW Network with the like next year, 2024 in October. They're generally air live events for your next January for two weeks a year. This was talked about with NXT. This is what they said. We are thrilled to welcome WWE brand 
CW Sport Portfolio play an integral role or mission to bring life sport events to the network we are around, suggests Miller. President of the CW Network, AC is a perfect fit with CW Nixon's dynamic young feature, not writing down sports, those are predictable weekly events. The passion Jamie engagement of fan based on Matthew to watch audience the WMAXD bro home on the broadcast television. So yeah. Mm-hmm. The CW made the Christian moves over the past year with his live sports schedule. The Nikon president Nick Khan says it's true sign to bring opportunity to expand NXT's audience by bringing the show to broadcast television for the first time in NXT history. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. That's gonna happen October 2024. So, and there's more to this. More to this. WWE on CW other promotion where Tossy and more. So yeah, WWE's off happy. PW Insider Felicia. So eternally, this also seems a major opportunity to expose younger talent, fresh eyes. Viewers hope they can bring out new names. NXT brand something self landing is more balanced. Lands of SmackDown reviewed. The plan for the show will be live weekly, but it needs the time, time they always take. The curly exit still be on Tuesday night, but we are told that we have an open offer conversation the network needs. So, yeah, uh, the Blue Today series will tape out from the center. But currently, WWE will open up red taping elsewhere to the fans. Don't make sense, but so today we aren't there yet. So, yeah, and mm-hmm, there are conversations about where the WWE's paper special on the WWE network outside of the episode by Halloween Havoc. The belief that the special events will continue going forward on the network preparatory systems on the Peacock. We gotta talk. And that's what I spoke with. We've heard that Marquez and his network point strategy will bring well out WWE the picture. Can David Marquez about UI Wrestling Network and stuff. But it was, it was constant. There was no word constant. But Marquez always been a hustler. Hustler is not shot in resistance. This is plans down the line. You know, like, I don't know. So, yeah, something, you know. Um, despite that, like, there was plans for NWA, CW, but Billy Corn blew it with that fucking drug shit. So, yeah, that's on Billy Corgan. So, it sucks. Then there was a resident of Power Impact Wrestling. There were, there's all that. But there was a sign that, there was no sign that Impact were in discussion with CW at one point. That was something like that, you know, and you know, something he feels that, you know. Anyway, that was that was it. So let's go now to Ric Flair to Jim Ross and why Ric Flair's his wrestling days are essentially over. Okay, so basically Jim Ross, who was on one topics on a real broadcast, he talks about Ric Flair like during discussion. The, the Hall of Fame discussed Ric Flair signing with AEW for multiple year deal. He thinks Flair days are in ring are over. I think Flair can, can contribute more than the vast majority of the population in the world. Your creation wrestling, never wrestling. So that's just me, Ross stated. He's a star. Flair's a star. When he's on TV, he writes your star. Uh, Ross continued. I wasn't sure when he was going to do because I really believe this is going to be not negative. I don't want to sound negative. His wrestling days are essentially over. He's 70-something. I'm 70-something. I get it. Yeah, saying that Ric Flair's career is he's not wrestling anytime soon, so that's not happening, Ric Flair. But that wasn't news. Let's go straight to Eric Bischoff now. Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff explains why he never considered signing signing Ken Shaw right WCW. So Bischoff gave you thoughts on topics in the latest episode of A3 Weeks podcast. During it, Bischoff talked about when Ken Shaw was on his radar signing WCW. Well, he said this, not for WCW. He was sort of on the radar, but I started, I enjoyed watching him WWE for all the reasons he pointed out early on. By 1997, I was looking for him. I wasn't looking for any more talent, talent more than I could manage. Again, going back to what we talked about short open, I was certainly aware of him. Clearly enjoyed his work. I loved his ability, his credibility, obviously with MMA background. But still, he was able to work. I just it wasn't just an MMA guy, definitely my radar view as someone I hope to see not end up in WCW. So basically Bishop didn't want to sign in WCW. That's the past. Who cares? Alright, we're done with the wrestling news now. Let's go straight to collision. Alright, let's go to collision now. To right to collision. Okay. 
Alright, the last thing before we're done. Alright. This week's collision was taped. Okay, full gear next week. So we should spend a lot of time having web reviews. However, we got still plenty of action. We got the Righteous. Archer had the first match unit with a tall task ahead of him when they were put against Sting, Adam Cole, and Adam Copeland, and Darby Allen. We had the bouts of Winnigo versus Julia Hart, Nick Wayne versus Dolan Castle, and much more. Let's, let's look what went down during Saturday night episode collision. Danny Garcia versus Andre El Hero at the usual quick promos and collision to intro video. Andre El Hero made his principal opening match against Daniel Garcia. Shocking twist. TJ Perry joined El Hero as manager. Magic, Daddy Magic, Cohen, and Jolly Fall as far as the stage. <laughs> El Hero had the side experience advantage in the bout, but Garcia felt his goals to make it feel like a competitive fight. Both men took time telling each other, but El Hero was the one who used that opportunity to take control. They traded upper hand several times throughout the match to keep us guessing about the outcome. This is a great technical match between Dredger and upcoming town, who was ahead of the curve. The longer the match went, the better it got. Garcia tried to escape, but he ultimately tapped out to the figure for eight. On the other hand, defeated Garcia, Daniel Garcia. Aero ring jacket looked good, had puppets necessary. Mira was shown watching Perry Elito on a monitor. Perry got seen to Garcia's dance. Maybe she could teach Mira how to do it. Anyway, Nick Wayne versus Dalton Castle. Christian Cage, which just served company Nick Wayne to the ring for his match against Dalton Castle. The boys with him for support. Castle, class Wayne, size, power, experience, technical ability, but the 18-year-old rookie was a bit quick on his feet. Had allies at ringside to win the cheek on his behalf. Despite some early taunts from Wayne, this match also, also consistent. Castle overpowering, out wrestling him. He was trying to make his end final way and seemed to be successful to succeed for a long time. Luchasaurus cave provided distractions for Wayne and allowed him to pin the springboard cutter for the pin and the win. This was a solid performance from Wayne, but Castle needs to get some wins at some point. Nick Wayne versus defeated Nick Cat Dalton Castle. McGinnis joked that Wayne wanted to take Cage's last name. I'm going to say Castle's technical ability is underrated. And and the good, the good spot was Castle catching Wayne in midair, hitting a German suplex. That was the good spot. We go to Rouge and Dirtless to go versus the War Horseman. JD, Drake, and Anthony Henry were already in the ring when Rouge and Dirtless to go made their entrance for their match. The workhorsemen were a talented team were able to get some offense, but the match was predictable as a sunrise. The, this fight lasted longer than expected, probably a few minutes longer than needed, given how the ending was a foregone conclusion. But Drake Henry got more screen time, and it's never a bad thing. Bad thing. LFI defeated the workhorsemen. So Wayne might be one idols in cage, but Jessica was the one who channeled the cage a look with mesh tank top. So, Roosh is much less aggressive when he's been trying to be a heel. When he's a bad guy, he's always trying to put his opponent in a hospital. We don't get much of this in a bout. We go to Darius Martin versus Roderick Strong. Strong and Martin fed for the fourth match of the night, but Marotti had Matt Tavia Bennett him to put Martin at dis- me at disadvantage. The Messiah backbreaker trying to make quick, but Messiah Martin wasn't going down without a fight. It could have been a squirt- squash match. We uh, ended up with a pretty competitive fight between talented high flyers and gifted technician. Despite the 24-year-old's best efforts, Strong was able to get, keep up down for the three-count pick up the win. This was filler, but entertaining filler nonetheless. Strong defeated Martin. This is a no neck November's office reference, something dirty, but it's also a weird concept. I even go some about having no neck. <sighs> ben and Tate intact Martin, but Andre Andre came out to drive them away. Then we go to Tony Khan and Brian Danson made an announcement says that Brian Danson will be at All In 2024. They also announced the Continental Classic that will start November 22nd. Stay tuned for that in the future. Will Nightingale versus Holly Hall. Julia Hart, Power Hop squashes. Brody King was Julia Hart who made her way to the ring to battle with Nightingale, the match who saved Chris Stanler for the TBS champion. Cool gear. Willow easily overpowered Hart. We were to the mat. Match started. King yanked Hart from the ring, barked back at Willow while she backed at the crowd. 
Her keep finding ways to counter Will's power, to control ways, and Louisville and Nightingale find a way over power again. They back and forth several times. Her came to rely on things that too much for her. The former New Japan Strong with Chan failed to hit her signature bomb, left the open door for open heart. Her moonsault to score the win. The end of the match seemed to deflate the crowd a bit after it was a enjoyable match. Joey Hart defeated Will Nightingale. We go to the powerhouse squash against the guy. So it's going to be messing one of the weekend looking at his wounds. Hobbs, Paul Hawaii also got into a fight after the match, but it ended up where anything can happen. Hobbs bulldozed some guy. Will's interest is some way. Same without Ikareka Bonnie and Camp Priest Coleman. The submission Willow used on Hart looked awesome because Hart is so flexible like he bends out different positions without in much trouble. Hart gets out her a power bomb by landing on her butt instead of her back, but the hair still hurt a bit. Right call Callus a dollar star Don Johnson ripoff. Mm-hmm. Main event the night. Darby Allen staying Adam Copeland versus Archer and the Righteous. The main event of the night was a big trios match. Staying Allen and Copeland taking on Archer. Dutch both team gate promos are on the show to give it a showdown. Whatever Allen's in the ring, the match was about usual was taking style. Staying was in the ring. This match about fan service. Copeland safe for the hot tag at the end. So we saw less of him and anyone else. You know, you're getting a certain match to go into. So it's played out how to expect it. The heels will isolate one guy. So they made a hot tag and they will do it over again. It's a well-tested formula for more man bouts. Like this, they keep the crowd invested. Both that bout occupied five 20 minutes of the show. Did a decent job closing things out. But we was so far being the same thing. It's the best thing we saw on Saturday night. After Allen took the major of damage, he made the hot tag. Copeland got the pin with the spirit of Vincent. Staying Darby out, Copeland defeated Archer and the Righteous. Archer had a great entrance. He brings my entrance to the ring anyway. It's so cool. Copeland had Beth Minis record the new intro to the music. I don't know where I want. I was being. Where a one on crop top that was a propion jungle boy. was trying to be. Alright, final word. This week collision from the episode a lot of predictable results. Did a lot of work. Sudden fuse were paid off at full gear. You only watch one thing for the show. Make it a match between Garcia and El Hito. Delivered a performance over the show that I'll try everyone that came after it. Hart versus Nightingale and Five versus the Workhorse were both bouts and the match between Wayne and Team House Vickley Wayne's picking up the T side for wrestling. Full Gear is coming on November 18th. Collision will be in usual Saturday, but, but BR will still have you cover all the recap. I mean, uh, I'll have you recap all the needs next week. So, yeah. I'll also record a review AEW Full Gear on a Sunday. So, yeah. Uh, and this is AEW Collision. This is the Gustelli Podcast. I'll see y'all next Sunday for edition, another edition. Bye.